going in dry. Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Wells, how you doing? How you doing? I've been better. You've been, been better. better? Yeah. Why you been better? Oh, because Super Bowl was last night. Okay. I had a really good time. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't feel so good today. Aha. It's the annual, uh, let me just eat out. way too much in the way of uh, chips and dips. Yeah. Mm, yes. Too much salt, too much fat, handful of beer. I get it. Handful. I'm just saying. I mean, I had my hands full. There you go. Of beer? Edward Forty hands. Oi. Oi. So uh, what's been going on since we last recorded, Jeff? I know you did something. I, I went to QCBF, uh, Queen City Brewfest, uh, Saturday. How was it? You know, it was a, so it's a new location and uh, new organizers and a new charity. So like the name's yeah. the same. Yeah, everything yeah. is pretty much new. The beer was different. I'll be honest, I didn't pay much attention to the beer theme for this year, but I know okay. that it seemed like most of the breweries that were there had their representation of it. Um, and it was just all over the place. Like I, I, I don't know that I ever really picked up a theme and I'm sure there was a theme. I just didn't pay attention. To it right, right, right. It, the, um, the arena was smaller than the one you and I went yes. to, which was kind of a bummer. Okay. It, it, not just in terms of space, but it just felt like there were less, or I should say there were fewer breweries there. Okay. Because um, that was going to be my next question. Because I know the venue that you were at versus the venue that we were pre-COVID. Yeah. And there's quite a bit of size difference between yeah, those. Yeah, I mean, it's the difference between, you know, what I'm sure is like a basketball court size and then, you know, whatever the, the one previous was. Yeah. Um, you know, there was some some interesting stuff there. Uh, it seems like a lot of breweries were bringing their pilsners and you know like sessionable beers, which I think is super smart. You don't want that place turning into a, a you know dumpster fire. Um, and there was also just while you're remembering, there was only one session where typically QCBF was two sessions, kind of a, a I guess if you'd want to call it early afternoon and then late afternoon. Yeah, this one just had one session, which was interesting when. <clears throat> You know, there was uh, uh, one particular brewery that was really filling your sample glasses, like from the start. And uh, we got in the we I got tickets early, so I got to go in the hour earlier than everybody else. And um, we went back then to that brewery for because my wife liked the uh, the wheat that they had on, and uh, it was gone. <laughs> like, like well, that happens when you're pouring like full you know glasses full of full, full pours. Oh, but it's almost like uh, people that are. And they're having to work on a Saturday, kind of Don't decided they'd want to go home instead. Yep. Yeah, feel that. No, I, I, I get it. it. It Like I said, it didn't quite have the same oomph. And, and I don't know that I would blame that on the organizers. Like, right. like, you know, okay, so the venue was a little smaller. And by notion, maybe then there were fewer breweries. Um, okay. Some of the like there were a handful that I kind of expected that I'm don't ask me which ones, but there were a handful that I expected to see that I didn't see. Okay. And you know, like that was kind of a bummer, but which ones, Jeff? <laughs> no. Um Okay, stop it. L- let me ask you, just because again, knowing the last one that we went and just as a reminder to listeners, so the last one we went to was literally what, two months before the country shut down? Uh, if if even that, yeah, um, like I mean, the last one that because actually, well, because well, it been this time, yeah, it would have been like that first or second it's, week. It's of, always Super Bowl yeah. weekend. Wells was was with us too, but yeah, literally the last one the three of us went to was like a month before the country shut down. So this is the first QCBF since COVID. Um, 
And we all knew that things were going to change, you know, as far as <clears throat> I had already talked to the new organizers, I don't know, it feels like four or five months ago, maybe not that long, but already talked to them, knew it was going to be in a different venue, knew they were going to do the one session instead of two, a few other things. But at the end of the day, I guess my big question to you is, would you go again? So, uh, I'm, I, I want to get a little more distance to see, you okay. know, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have a bad experience. I really right. didn't. But also like I found myself doing laps, looking at breweries that I was actually interested in trying their stuff, but they brought the weirdest shit possible. Okay. You know, like I, I don't, you know, some, this isn't the one that I'm thinking of, but it was like, Oh, we've got a slaint with elderberries and rosemary. And I'm like, no, 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 You know, and so part of me wonders, like, what is the target audience for QCBF? Is it for the people who Which we had this actual exact conversation when we went to the last one. Who is the target audience for it? But I feel like last time there were breweries that brought, like, a crowd pleaser and then something special. Yeah. And then maybe even a third. Yeah. And then some of them even had like special bottles because they're yes. trying, you know, I mean, like in my mind, it's an opportunity for people who maybe are semi-interested in beer or very interested in the Charlotte scene to go and get a, a, a whole cornucopia of different things. Yeah. I felt bad for like Noda. Okay. They had their maple porter and hop, drop and roll, which... Don't get me wrong, hop, drop, and roll is great. Nobody's going up there to get it. I mean, that's, you know, like, it's that it's that weird thing of, like, you know, the song has gotten old because we've all heard it so many times. Yes. There's nothing wrong with it. I just right. don't want it right now. But it hasn't been gone or out long enough for it to come back and everybody get super excited about it when there's all that many other options. I mean, meanwhile, uh, Weathered Souls was there pouring. Have you had their got kicked out the Waffle House? Yeah. Huh, that's good. <laughs> well, that's weird that they were there because, I mean, granted, yes, I know that they have a facility here, but I don't think of that as a Charlotte-based brewery at all. Yeah, so far, they're just a tap room, but they're yeah. working on... I right. Mean, well, I mean, that's cool that they were there, but that's... Yeah, but... Th- that they've glommed onto the scene enough to feel like that they could go, but I, when you said that name, I'm like, what? Yeah. Wow. Sure yeah, no. Th- wow. You know, yeah, like, so it was neat. And there was, you know, like... I know, like, around here, you've got, like, what, Vaulted Oak and Edge City. They were both there. I was really, like, I tried Vaulted Oak, and I was like, okay, now I've had Vaulted Oak. Yeah. Yes, you have. And then I went to Edge City, and I'm like, neither of these look interesting to me at all. Yeah. You You mean Charlotte's best patio? Sure. (laughs) It's not. But, like, Salud wasn't there? No, wait. I take that back. I think they were. Yes, they were there. I remember seeing them now. Um, Yeah, I shouldn't have tried going down this path of who was and wasn't there. You're fine. So I guess the other question is, you know me. You know how... Oh, you would have hated it. Okay. You would... Because again, smaller area. Yeah. The first hour, you would have been fine. Okay. But then when everybody started showing up, and that's kind of like one of the takeaways I had was, okay, it's cool that they've got like the raised seating above everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could go up there and kind of get away from people if you wanted to get away from people. Right. But like... You know, like it just wasn't the same. So everything was all on that one floor. Uh huh. Oof. Yeah. Oof. 
Yeah, having been there, yeah, that 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 had to have been tight. It it, it was, and you know, it was. And, and I don't mean tight in the good way. I mean tight, not tight, tight, tight. Just <sighs> right. that would have been bad. Ooh, joy. It would have been Breaking Bad. I will say the, and, and I don't know if we're talking about it this show or not. Uh, probably the the biggest WTF Gary moment I had was uh, seeing Old Mex West Coast IPA. <laughs> Oh, I bet that was weird. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we've talked about it a couple of shows back, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw it in the wild, and I had it. Uh-huh. And uh, I didn't hate it. Wow. My, my expectations wow. were so incredibly low, which isn't oh, fair to yeah, Old yeah. Mech. No, it's but not, but like, that's not a style that... Of, that is not a style of beer you ever expected them to make, ever. Oh, no. yeah? Now, English-style barley wine coming in December. Yeah, from Old Mecklenburg. What yeah. the fuck is happening? Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll, a... we'll get into that. I think whether this show or next, but mm. yeah, it, like I didn't hate it. It was very much in the vein of a cold IPA. Like okay. it just, you know, it was hoppy and very yeah. clean and crisp. And you know, I had a little sample. That little sample was fine. Now, what happens when I have a whole can? We'll find out one of these days. But right, you know, whatever. Um, and then oh, uh, Triple C's, um, the one they did. For the charity, it's a grapefruit lime uh, uh, goza. Yep, damn good. Okay, best in show. Did it really? Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. Cool. So, so ultimately, you're kind of undecided. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right I mean, now. Like, like it'll if if logistics line out next year. I could see myself going, or you know, especially if we were to like go and do a show there, I could see myself going. I'm not going to move stuff around necessarily to get there, but you know, it is still an interesting opportunity to go and try a lot of local stuff. Um, the snacks weren't as good as they were. You know, like, sadly, that was another question of mine. You know, is like, it, were the snacks good? The snacks were okay. Um, they just some of the snacks ran out quick, and you know, yeah. it, it it's it's their first time, and I'll give them grace for that. Yeah. Um, but it's also not the first time, right? Sure. Like it's new organizers and everything, but this yeah. has been going on for how many years now? So meanwhile, it was like forever at this point. Because I mean, it's just weird to think of somebody like an established festival having like growing pains. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're changing everything around too. But you know, it was interesting. They had like on the far ends, they had their water jugs, you know, so you could rinse and all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, there was one brewery that would actually take your glass and like spritz it out for mm-hmm. you. Nobody else did it. So like, yeah, now that you think about that, or talk about that when we were at day and night or night and day, whatever the fuck I could never, you know what I'm talking about. Um, there was a couple of breweries that were doing that there too. They were spritzing it out for yeah. you, which is always nice yeah, that you I know mean, you're getting, they know that you're getting a clean vessel of beer. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, this has had, you know, the peanut butter something something and then the pineapple something something and then the, you know, like. Yeah. Then I went to Weathered Souls and now I would like to try your Italian Pilsner, please. Right. And they're like, brother, I can see the yellow <laughs> in your glass. Let me rinse that out for you. Yeah. Uh, Wells, if you had anything, you know what? We'll save it for next show. That's sure. Cool. Okay. I don't, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, as we discussed, the big game was last night, and Sam Adams decided to roll out a commercial that basically said, hey, you know what? 
that Boston Lager thing that y'all might have liked, we're going to reformulate it. Okay, so technically this isn't a reformulation. It's okay. a remastered version. Oh, so like a video game studio remastering a game. It's getting upscaled to 4K. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Does it support ray tracing? I'm not sure. Okay. It Will it run on... Crisis? That's what I need to know. Okay. Can it run Crisis? So I was really struggling with, like, oh, so if this is a remastering but not a reformulation, like, what exactly? Like... What does that even happen? Like, what's the difference there? So they're using this process, and boy, did I have to look up what uh, this was, but biological acidification. Say what? Exactly. Uh, basically, it's introducing uh, certain lactic acid bacterias or lactic acid-producing bacterias uh, into the mash to kind of correct... So, so they're kettle souring a Boston Lager? Sort of. Well, no, because I mean this is more like, like in the mash. But I don't. I know. I'm trying to be funny. I know. Okay. So you're changing the pH, which I'm assuming you're doing in this particular way to gain an efficiency, maybe. Yes. Correct. Okay. So it should be. Look at us learning shit from so the show. So it should be cleaner and brighter, right. but like the ingredients should and the. Process should otherwise yeah. just be hundred percent the same. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't like, you know, dead guy going from a Maybach to a West Coast IPA, IPA. or from whatever uh, New Belgium's doing. This is this is so more the, of a, the clickbaity headlines were wrong, and the fact that this was getting reformulated because that's what I saw this morning was. Well, but you know, Boston Lager's changing the formula, and it's no longer going to be a red or whatever they originally called this style of beer. I don't remember what they called it, but. Or maybe it's another one that wasn't going to be an amber. Because it's technically an amber, right? It's been so long since I've had but Boston I mean, Lager. But this makes sense, right? Like, so, you know, if you're Sam Adams and you've run the same recipe for the last, let's say, 10 plus years, whatever it is. 30 plus. Sure. More than 10. You know, they're looking at dwindling sales. And so either... You know, you start laying people off because that's what companies do when they get scared, you know, in this current climate. We're not selling as much. We better lay some people off. Or, you know, what can you do to make it better? And, you know, maybe this gives them an opportunity to gain some efficiency, reduce some waste. But it's, I don't know. To me, this is all weird because you don't think of Boston Beer as Sam Adams anymore. It's twisted tea sure it's whatever truly it's all the other shit that they're doing and it's not boston lager so why are we doing this like because nobody's buying it and like i'm sure they've watched the numbers and they've seen you know all these other reformulations catch a bunch of interest and you know spike their skew and maybe maybe people have it and say it's actually pretty good you know and well i mean all right so let me ask the two of you does this make you any more interested in that beer than it did six months ago? Man, are you kidding? I had to read what biological acidification was. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm absolutely going to be picking one of these up. My God, I worked for this article. <laughs> <laughs> so you legit are going to, to get one of these. Are you going to get it on tap or are you going to get... Uh, 
I don't know, man. I'll, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get there, okay. man. First, first, I have to find it, and then it's not. I'm pretty like... sure you can find it. You can go to any goddamn gas station or Harris well, Teeter and okay, find that. But the problem is, is it the new one or is it well, still? Well, yeah. And how are like you going to know? It? Exactly. Are, are they going to put new Boston Lager, which is going to suck for all the old Boston Lager, right? We seen that shit clearanced out like crazy. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting. So I guess Jeff, you. Does this I, I, I get am, you interested in buying I this am, at all? Um, I am morbidly intrigued. I, if I found myself in a spot where I could acquire a single or or even two, I'd you know bring one to the show. Like you know, okay. If they bring it out, they run some kind of you know promo where it's like a five dollar six pack or something like that. Sure, I, you know what I, I, it can't like Boston Lager is not a bad beer. Right. I don't buy it because I don't really have any reason to. Right. However, if it were to present itself in a cost financially amicable way, sure. Yeah. I mean, it. I was going to say back in the day, like when I first started getting into craft beer, that was kind of like you would buy the their little turd boxes, and that was the saving grace of the turd boxes. And and that's and that's just it, right? Like you know, again, like I I, I don't. I don't seek it out because I don't need to. I don't want to. But, you know, I am a sucker for new and improved. Yeah. You know, you slap that on a box of crackers at the Harris Teeter, I'm probably buying the box of crackers. Now, 100% asbestos free. Right. Oh, cool. Well, then I got to try it. Now, with sprinkles. That asbestos was really nice. (laughs) But, like, you know, like Goldfish came out like a year or so ago. They're like, oh, new Frank's Red Hot. I'm like, absolutely Absolutely. Okay. Yep. You got me. Uh, yep. I know. I'm in. I'm in because I because I got to know because I'm curious. You know. Yeah. And I'm. Yeah. Oh, I tried. All right. Well, there you go. Um, may end up on the show. Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, Wells, what's happening in Utah? Oh boy, I love checking in on Utah every couple months. Do you though? No. Okay. It's more like some sort of head scratching, like. Law idiocy. It always just... seems that way with the Utes. Yep. What have they done now? I mean, what's going on in Utah? <laughs> so, congratulations. It's another legislative session out west. And we're looking to make some changes to Utah liquor laws. And this is going to add some more bar licenses. Because those little things are real finicky little critters. Get your hands on one. But uh, at the same time, we're going to be losing a whole bunch of brands off the shelves. Wait, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> Scroll, Josh. Come on, you can do it. I know. I'm no, just... I'm scrolling. I'm, I'm reading this. Oh. Well, yeah, bar about... licenses in Utah are doled out by an arbitrary population quota of one per 10,200 10, people. <laughs> so there's a finite number of Licenses that are out there. I don't know. That's that, just ridiculous. That, yeah, that seems kind of bizarre. Oh, and another big one. Uh, if you want to get a beer at the bar, but then, oh, your table is now ready, you are going to be legally able to take your drink yourself from the bar to your table now. <gasps> wow. I know. Well, I mean, it's just like some. Do I have to go around the curtain? <laughs> Yeah, right. Is the curtain still there? 
It's kind of like those weird, you know, New Jersey thing where you can't pump your own gas. Right. Right. So they're kind of tweaking the definition of what constitutes a beer. Of what is, is. Is, is, pretty much. And this could rule that a lot of the hard seltzers or flavored malt-based beverages, you know, might be reclassified as illegal under state law. Is, New state is, law. Is, it, is, isn't, isn't anymore. I know. Oh, so it's God. just... Alrighty Just what I thought. You couldn't get any dumber. You couldn't do something, something like this. It's like, except they didn't redo. Two steps forward and then like two steps right back. Yeah, well, two steps forward and then a step and a half to the back left, which happens to be a giant pothole that you fell into, and now you're dead. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this one was weird, and I'm surprised Wells did not actually find this. I found this literally five minutes before we were supposed to start recording. So the funny thing is, um, I normally don't get beer news from my wife. Yeah. I found out about this from her. Oh, really? Yeah. And so this beer news is that Cheerwine has partnered with Noda Brewing to basically come out with a Cheerwine-inspired wheat ale. Yeah. Infused with their actual soda, which is interesting as a choice, but I, you know, like I would have figured they would have tried to like mimic it, you know, right. But to actually use the, the beverage. I mean, like, well, apparently there was another brewery that's North Carolina based. I knew serum, I think. Yep. Okay. Apparently they've been doing this with your wine for a while. Well, yeah. Cause I think isn't your wine based out of new serum or out of, uh, um, shit. It's not new serum. It's, um, Salisbury Salisbury. Thank yep. you. Right there. Bam. Yep. Salisbury steak. Mm, yes. Now I'm hungry. Uh, yeah. Um, as a big Cheerwine fan, I don't think I'd ever want to try this beer, but it's going to be out there. Oh, you know what? And, and, and this will be one that I will buy because it'll be a request for the house. So yeah, um, I'll try and grab some extra. Okay. My favorite take on this came from Reddit, and they're like, for authentic, for the sake of authenticity. Will this beer go flat within 15 seconds, seconds of, of opening? opening? I'm yeah. like, yeah. ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But yep. still, we love cheer wine, but. I do. I yep. do. We'll get one of those on the show with the uh, Bojangles sweet tea seltzer. I mean, come on. And oh. if they still were doing the Krispy Kreme soda, we could do the whole package. What? No. Oh, that was so good. Oh, look, here's the old Mechery uh, reboot. Yeah. So, speaking of reboots, Old Mech is getting new labels, new art, whatever you want to call it. Brand refresh. For the first time in, like, 14 years. 14 years, man. Where does the time go? Right? Have you seen the, uh, on Instagram, they posted, uh, so, besides going through this brand refresh, they're also changing some other things in the brewery, in the beer that they make. Okay. Because so for years, we have always said, like, it's a great place to go for German German beer, but people get frustrated that well, there's no IPAs here. There's nothing, you know, like, it's 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 all legit German beer. Yeah. And we, we remember having those conversations about never will they ever... Make a West Coast IPA. It'll never happen. They'll never go away from... You know, Ryan Heights Kabat. Yeah, it will always be German very like it'll always be traditional. It will always, it will never, it will always, it will never, never say never. Okay, so what else is happening? Uh, over the next year, they're releasing a new style every month. Um, I'm sure it's a seasonal type of. If you, I don't know if you've got their Instagram handle. I but, do. I've got it up right now. Um, well, do you want to read through some of what they've got coming? 
Oh. Yay. <laughs> we have a Mexican lager. Which, I, I've had it. It's it's decent. Okay. What? You've had that their Mexican lager? I did. I had it at Whales for Wishes last year. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, then they'll have a Belgian wit. You know, the... Okay. Traditional German blue style, style Belgian, Belgian wit. wit. Sure. Traditional blue German the wit. The traditional uh, German uh, French saison. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right. Uh, followed by an Italian pilsner. Just Again, in time German. for September, though. I'm kind of like... Mm. I mean, it could still work around here. Uh, September. I mean, who needs Captain Jack when I can get the German-Italian pilsner? Yes. Uh... American Brown Ale comes after that. A West Coast Pale Ale. Which nobody's asking for. And then wrapping this whole thing up, you thought I was joking, English-style barley wine. Okay, then. All right. So Old old Mac is not Old Mac anymore. I I think we give them a hard run at it because, again, for, for so many years, they were dying on their own hill. Yeah. Stubborn. As the day was long. Yes. We will never change. We will always stay true. We will always... I mean... And honestly, after a while, at first it was frustrating for me. And then I actually got behind that stance of, that's what they're here for. They are yeah. here to make German-style beer. Yeah, they're and I know the trend if, chase. Right. And I know if that's what I want, I know I can go and get some stellar, world-class German-style beer there. And now, I don't know that I can. I mean, you can still get stellar German beer there, but I mean... Yeah, but then I'm going to have the IPA fucking bros there, too, now. <laughs> that I didn't want there in the first place. Um, I really don't... I really don't imagine you're going to have to deal with too many of them. Unless that... Whatever they call their West Coast IPA. Unless that becomes a, a year-round staple. Yeah. And it might. I mean, because... It's true. I guess how, how much... I don't know. I'd feel worse about it if it had been a hazy IPA. Yes. And then I would have said, all right, y'all jump the damn shark. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And now it—I don't know. After being there a few times, you haven't been to Gilda yet, have you? Nope. We really need to get you over. I know. There. We keep talking about this. Well, what I'm saying is, is you know, like at first I didn't quite understand why they moved here, and now part of it—and granted, did they know all this was going to happen? No. But no. part of that makes sense now that. We still have an authentic German-style brew house here, and then you have Old Mac. I, you know, and I, yes, I just said it because fuck that. Well, I do not like any of this. As the person that, but like, would always recommend if you were coming to Charlotte. Yes, this is going to sound like the old man dad's brewery, but you really should go get these three beers. Thank me later. Yeah, I mean, so many breweries. You know, and not just here in Charlotte, but just in general, they're having to reinvent themselves to a degree. Yes, they are. I get that. You know, whether it's reformulating Boston Lager or changing gears with Voodoo Ranger or, you know, whatever the case may be, Fat Tire, people are having to get a little creative. You know, it's like Sugar Creek. Remember when Sugar Creek opened? No. And they're all like, aha, Belgian brews. Belgian beers. We we're, have all this. And, and, and we're, we're the only uh, brewery in the Charlotte area that won't have an IPA. And now they have like two. Yeah. Yep. Cool. 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 Yeah. No, I, I guess I get, I get it. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. 
How about that? It is so frustrating totally. to see them do this after, like you said, shooting, to a certain extent, almost shooting themselves in their own foot yeah. for it, years. If they wouldn't have taken such a hard and almost militant stance of we are superior to everyone because we are true to what we say we are. And then, you know, when the, the dominoes start falling yeah. and this doesn't go your way and then that doesn't go your way. And now you're sacrificing these, you know, the, these, these big arguments that you've made. Like it just, I hate to see it to a degree because I do. I'm absolutely it, frustrated beyond all shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, off mic, we've had our conversations, and I will be the first person to say, in this room, we have issues with this brewery. This is making this worse to me. Because now I don't really want to fucking give them any money. Which, you know, and that's, at all. And that's fine. Like, you know, when somebody does a style pivot or a culture change, you don't have to support them just because you did no, no you don't you're you know right. like they're making a shift to you know in their i i and i'm making wild assumptions here but i right, feel like right, they're right. pretty valid they're making a shift to bring more new customers in because Which, good on them good on them i won't it comes to a point where no. you only have so many guys and girls that are wanting to buy old mac yeah and you like you're going to get stale. Your yeah. sales are oh, yeah. going to plateau. And then what do you do to grow? Yeah. You lay a bunch of people off, right? That's yeah. no, that's not how that works. Yeah. Unless you sell to a distributor and then lay off all your drivers. It's just, it's difficult to see a brewery go through a change and not for the good. Yeah. You know, like it's one thing when like, you know, we, we've, we've talked before about, you know, we loved Noda hop drop got huge they kind of had a quality dip for a while as they were struggling to keep up. Yeah. And then they quietly kind of grown back into yes. a, a, a juggernaut again. Then they'll do something and it's like, man, I, I don't know that I would have made that choice, yeah. but I, you know, it is, you know what it is, but they're solid and I still support them and I still will. Yeah. Old Mech is now the, the curiosity. They're the, Oh, you've got a new sticker. I'll try it. But, it's I'm with you, Josh. No longer is it the, hey, let's go uptown and, and go hit a brewery somewhere. Let's start with Old Mech. That used yep. to always be my jam. Yep. We're going to go brewery hopping. Let's start with Old Mech. They open at 11. We can load up on some food. And then we'll go hit like Triple C and Wooden Robot and, you know, carry on down the line. Yeah. I don't know that I want to anymore. Yeah. It's tough. I'm reminded of a little thing that Old Mecklenburg put out in the fall of 2019 of craft beer roulette was fun for a while. Now you know better. Old Mecklenburg. They had like the billboards up. Craft, cause, uh, craft beer roulette okay. meaning? Like when you're tired of like drinking every style, like we make like this type of thing. Like it's That like, whole ad campaign was so weird. I know. And I don't know. It's like a lot of things. I mean, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> and we're, we're, I feel like we're really haranguing Old Mec on a lot of things now, but, but again, it's that you, you probably have somebody in your life like this who tells you, this is the greatest thing of all time. Everything else is inferior. This is the only thing that's worth your time. And then they'll change their mind and suddenly like that. Well, that didn't really work out. You know, like you remember when uh, old Mac was doing plastic bottles 
Because plastic bottles were the preferred way to distribute uh, their product. It, it was better than glass. It was yada, 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 yada. All of the marketing spiel. Maybe we just drank too much of their Kool-Aid for too long. It's very possible. It's very possible. Uh, Wells, what's going on with Sweetwater and their festival? Man, I'm really upset about this one. So this is a event you would attend on the regular basis? So I went last year. It's the Sweetwater 420 Festival. Okay. What uh, happens there? Uh, there's just a lot of Sweetwater. There's, there's a lot of music and there's a lot of Sweetwater. Okay. There's, and, um, th- that's just a, a random number they came up with, right? 420, it doesn't mean well, anything. It, no, it's for the... It's typically around the 20th of oh, April. Okay. Like okay. I think this was the 27th, maybe. Um, anyway, it's They've been typically around that long. What? They'd been around that long. What? You said the twenty seventh. No. Oh, I was like, been, no. I was I, like, I they've think, not been around twenty seven no, years. This one was like the oh, weekend okay. after four twenty. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, there's no fucking way. So this, it's a multi day festival happening in Centennial Park, downtown Atlanta. It's Is that right next to Cascade Park. Oh wow! Whenever, Hop jokes, Lord, not today. Um, not today, Satan. So, last year's lineup was absolutely sick, and I just kept waiting for this year's lineup to get released. And I'm like, I'm just gonna book like hotel room. Like, I'm just gonna go down and. and you're not talking about beers. You're talking about the music. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, it's. Well, well you're talking about a beer yeah. festival, so I just wanted yeah. to make sure the listeners do. More music than beer. I mean, I saw Doom Flamingo and Goose and Oysterhead and Trey Anastasio Band and String Cheese Incident and Umphreys McGee and like a whole bunch of jam stuff last year. I had a, I had a blast. I had a really good time. But thanks to some uh, uh, person who really feels strongly about the Second Amendment, um, <laughs> somebody sued... And like challenged Georgia law about the ability to ban open carry in uh, like a music festival, especially if it's being held like on state or state adjacent land or whatever. Mm. And so basically being faced with allowing guns in a music festival. Okay. I was trying to figure out where this was going. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, uh, we could either keep on doing what we're doing we've been doing and just like, you know, while people bring their guns to a music festival now, which is, which is great when people have been drinking, by the way. Oh, and drinking's the least of, mm, well, I mean, what else? Of, they, I'm sure they would be doing nothing else. They're just drinking the sweet water. Of course. Yeah. Lots, that lots. number is random, Jeff. I don't know. It's, no, random. it's, it's on April 20th. That's yeah, what it's, that, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we'd either have to let a whole bunch of people, Show up with guns, or we're just gonna like really retool this thing, kind of go back to square one. And now it's gonna be held at the brewery, at the Sweetwater Brewery itself. It's gonna be like a two day event. And oh man, dear I, Karen, this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, I know. I mean, looking at that picture right before it kind of shows that looks like it's a pretty big fucking festival. It was, yeah, it was tens of thousands of people. Like, and, and now you're going to, I mean, let's face it, we've all been to a brewery. You ain't going to fit that many people into a brewery parking no, lot. No, And, like, the headliner here was, like, a daytime side stage player 
like last year's festival. It's like it's just not the same. So yes, are you going? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. No, I mean I, I get it, and I understand that you're kind of between a a rock and a gun, a gun place. place. But oh boy, that that was a kind of a. So that whole uh, that, that, that whole exciting festival they had has now gone up in a cloud of smoke. Is what yeah. you're telling me? Pretty much. Nice. <laughs> well, that sucks. I mean, especially if it, if if that's an event that would be like if I don't know Black and Blue all of a sudden decided to just do something completely off. It's going to be a Brawlies next time. <laughs> Well, I mean, that would be a good example of, of, of no, being at a, that's, that's about the same, right? Yeah, of, of being at a very small venue, and you're all going to be cramped in, and and yeah, and you know, last year it was at the Spectrum Center, and yep. now you're at fucking tiny little hole in the wall. But you're going straight from fifty thousand people to five. Yeah, and and for the brewery too, that's got to suck because I'm sure that even though they're renting that space from the state and everything else, logistics wise. They were still probably making a decent amount of money off of that festival, and now oh, yeah. that revenue stream has gotten cut off because they don't want to deal with that. I am pretty sure I drank more Sweetwater in one weekend last year than I have in like <laughs> five years all put together before that. So I know I asked you this before, but just as a reminder for me and the listeners, this wasn't really a beer festival. This was more a music festival that happened to have Sweetwater beer. Correct. Okay. But it was also like run by organized by Sweetwater. But yeah. well, what I'm saying is this isn't like um, Dark Lord Day, which a lot of people think is a beer festival. It's not. Dark Lord Day is literally you go pick up your bottles, you have bottle share, and you got some kick-ass bands playing. Yep. But that's what that's about. It's not a beer festival. It is literally a music festival where you can go pick up some beer and have a bottle share. And poor Jeff, I don't know how the hell you ever sat through any of those because i know those bands and i'm just like you had to be in hell you'd be surprised because the covered areas were far enough away that you could still like the 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 bands were more of a background noise okay you didn't have to hear (laughs) i did but you know like again you know just hanging out talking to people in in drinking beer you know Sure, the one time that I had screwed up my meds and um, kind of uh, took a nap. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I do wish that that festival would come back because I have not heard a thing about it since COVID. It kind of seems like they just stopped, which makes sense, right? I mean, kind of have to, but yeah, I'm hoping one year they reannounce that thing. That'd be great. And I think Wells would actually even want to go. Yeah. Because you like a lot of the same music I do. Yeah, I've been trying to get up to that neck of the woods to begin with, so I think this summer might be in my, it. In my perfect world, it would happen next year. Yeah. And then great. we could all go, and we would have a good time. Yes, and we could finally go to Revolution. Oh, God. My liver and my wallet are not prepared. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for break? Please. We'll be back at 30.
time for Bino by Jeff. How does that work? So we've been drinking beer, and uh, we're going to talk about what we've been drinking. This is, um, uh, the, we've got four for tonight, and the first one is from Trillium. Well, hold on there. Tiger. Oh, it's a pretty, pretty oh, yeah, binary yeah, yeah, yeah. system. Yeah, sorry. It's been, it's been a while since I've had to do it. You guys usually take care of this for me. So yeah, uh, it's a binary system. Yeah, so it's a, it's a one or a zero. It's a yes or it's a no. It's a would buy or a would not buy. Would I spend my money on this beer? And so, um, yeah, first beer up for tonight is a can from Trillium, and it's got a black lid. Oh, and so I'm you like, mean this is going to be a kick-ass IPA? Like, it's, it's going to be, be one of my like, favorite hazies. It's going to be super hazies. It's like $16 a can. Um, wait, oh, actually, it's a, it's a, it's an American Pale Lager, actually. Um, yeah, this thing is very see-through. Yeah. This is not haze. And that's why, I, anymore, I, I find that to be what I enjoy is the Haze Boy hype breweries that make regular beer um this is delicious i really enjoyed this um i'm assuming this is part of that weird drop that we've started getting that's right i, I like it i'm a buy wells it's very soft and easy super clean like flawless just because there's nothing to hide in this at all um this is a nice little sipper man i it, Weirdly enjoyed this more than the haze cans they dropped. So big buy, Josh. Yeah, again, it's one of those. I did not expect this when you pulled it out of your little magic bag. I was like, "Why are we? Why? Why?" And yet, yet this is good. This is absolutely good. Absolutely drink this. It's a big buy, Jeff. Uh, next up from uh, Pipeworks. Ooh, speaking of Chicago breweries. Yeah, um, this is their Blood of the Unicorn Hoppy Red Ale. Um, I don't care for this. I, I'm not a huge fan of reds to begin with. And I think this one's old. Probably. And so it's, I went and I looked. Works. And it's old. So again, I asked that question. If you're trying to distribute your beer into a new market... Are you pushing the stuff that you couldn't sell? Oh, yeah. Or, and, and I don't mean this as a, necessarily a shot at Pipeworks, but is there a distributor sitting on a bunch of stock saying, ah, we'll send it down to Charlotte. They'll drink anything. Or it's everybody wants, wants ninjas versus unicorns, so we're going to sit on all this other shit and just kind of periodically drop it out in the market. And then, then you could have ninjas versus unicorns. Maybe. Um, all I know is that uh, this is an eight-month-old beer, and I don't care for it. No buy. Wells. Oh, what can I say that hasn't been said aside from no buy? <laughs> That's all I've got. That's all you got. Josh. Yeah, it's, it's again one of those where I wanted this to be good. It wasn't. And I'm disappointed, but I'm part of the problem because I still buy this shit in hopes that the next time I walk into this bottle shop that I go to, oh, you know what? You've been you've bought all this other horse shit. Have some ninjas versus unicorns. But the thing is, the bottle shop has already bought it. So if they're getting ninjas versus unicorns, yeah. it's not going to be whether or not you buy oh, yeah, yeah, a, I know. A, an eight-month-old can. And again, I feel like especially with Pipeworks, unfortunately in our market, and I mean, you know, we've had their beer, we love their beer. But the stuff that's being sent down here is it sucks. It's 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 a sham. Yeah, it sucks. I am 
Yeah, it sucks. Next beer up. Allagash North Sky Stout. A smooth, roasted, silky 7.5%. Um, you know, it's weird. Like, a lot of the stouts we have on the show are 10 plus percent. And then occasionally we'll have the quote-unquote session stouts, which are in the 45 to 6% range. So to have one at 7.5 actually is somewhat stout for a stout. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's Allagash, uh, so so you kind of have a, an expectation going into this. It is made extremely well. It is what it says it is. It is smooth. It is roasty. It's silky. This is an excellent beer. I really like this. I'm going to try to find some of this. Bye. Wells? Yeah, super easy. Um, it does kind of have that Allagashy yeast profile. Like I'm For real, for real? For real, for real. No cap. Oh my god! <laughs> Get out! Get out! Oh, him or me? Because <laughs> I, I just want to leave now. <laughs> well, I mean, my we, my, millennial, my we, millennial ears are offended. I, I was gonna say all we need to do is just grab some more burial beers and have him read the labels. And <laughs> I know, seriously, I've got him on the edge. Come on, quick, give me some burial beers. <sighs> quick, fire up Chat GPT. Let's get some burial beer names. <laughs> no, this was really tasty. Um, the unconscious longing of the. See, this is all much too subtle to be translated to the intangible. Jeff. That's right. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I'm absolutely going to buy this. And to Jeff's point, I'm going to be looking for this so I can buy more of this. Josh, if my place can get it, I'm pretty sure your place can get it. Probably or already had it. Uh, this is just one of those. It was, you know, it was Allagash. So who? How am I going to get hurt from buying this? At the right, end of the day, right, like, right, right. Sadly, I and here's where Pipeworks really pisses me off because I feel like I'm not going to get hurt buying a Pipeworks beer yet. I always do, and why? Whereas because they're old. Allagash, I guess, know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, it's a stout, so it doesn't really matter how old it is to begin with. I mean, it does to a certain extent. Although this was from June, so again, I feel like you need to have a conversation with your bottle shop of. Could you not push your old beer on me? Yeah. 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 Still good. This doesn't feel like it's detrimented from no. being being. No, old. not at all. That that one's fine to have set. That one's fine. The, this but is, a hoppy red, come on. Yeah. This is one of those that yeah, this is absolutely fantastic. Kind of one of those beers where it's like I probably passed over this about a thousand times and never really took a chance. And I'm glad I did. I, I just like and I'm I'm gonna go back to Pipeworks for a second. Like I, I just like, I want to have a conversation with them. Man, like, we're having just, heel turns all just, over the place just, tonight. Like, I just want to have a sit down with them and just to understand, like, do you realize this is happening? And they may know. I would assume they probably don't know, don't care. Like, you know, ignorance is bliss. We give it our distributor. What happens after that? We don't know. This isn't a good look. No. For, for Pipeworks or any other brewery, when you go into a market that you're not normally in, and you have, I mean, so so June, right? So I, I keep saying eight, but it's like seven to eight month old hoppy red. Come on, man. Yeah. Let's talk about something good, though. Yeah, final beer up. Final beer up. Uh, one of the bottles uh, that I brought back from Breakside. Thanks again to Breakside for being awesome. Um, this is called Let Your Indulgence Set Me Free. This is a 2021 Imperial Stout. 
Um, and I know, Josh, we were talking off mic that you know you, you like this. Would you like to know why you like this beer, Josh? Why? So this is, first off, a collaboration with Single Hill okay. out of Yakima Valley. Oh, that's All good. Right. Check, check in the good box, right? Um, this has aged for 15 months in 10 different casks. And this Imperial Stout was aged in a mix of bourbon and peated whiskey. Ah, yes. yes. Josh, he like him some peated whiskey. I do. So um, this is excellent. It drinks great. I was a little nervous because I see peated whiskey and I'm like, oh, smoke crap. bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smoke bomb, burnt tire. Like, I'm just going to hate this. It, man, the blend on this is so good. Um, it's a little chocolatey. It's it's the, the the barrels are singing like this is this is a masterful blend for me. I'm a huge huge buy on this one. Wells, God, the depth of flavor that this beer brings. Um, that yeah, I only peated, got one sample. Come that on. peated Come whiskey on, just absolutely hums. Uh, this is a lot of fun. This is a a sipper for sure. Holy shit. <laughs> um, and at 12.5% or 12.7, I think. You know, like it doesn't drink strong. Yeah. Yeah. Big, 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 big buy. Josh. Yeah. The, this has got everything I, I could ever want in a beer. And it doesn't have that overly aggressive, peated, smoky, burnt tire, seawater taste to it that you would expect out of like a. Speyside or you know a different scotch like that that's typically peated. This is fantastic, and yeah, this blend is just wow, 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 absolute buy. It's time for I tap that. How does that work? I tap that is uh, our favorite beer. Uh, we say we would tap it, meaning we would like to tap a keg of this at our home uh, for consumption. You know, which sometimes is tough, right? Because there are those beers that are really good, but man, oh man, we would get sick of it after about the fourth or fifth pour of it. Right. Um, as for me and my house, um, I'm ready to let my indulgence set me free. Uh, you know, something we didn't even really mention, mention, but it's just a straight imperial stout in barrels. Yeah. Not adjunct no adjuncts. Yeah. I just, oh man, this is this is one of those beers that people would come over and be like, "Hey, you got a second? Call back to a previous show." But let me let me pour some of this for you. This this is fantastic. That's what I'm tapping. Wells, I mean, of course, it's the let your indulgence set me free. That is just a masterful blend. Uh, Jeff, thanks a lot for bringing that one on, Josh. You got a combo break us or uh Yeah, he hates it. Yeah, He's I going for it. that hoppy red. Yeah, the hoppy red is so good. The one that I didn't buy. It's fantastic. I want a keg of eight month old hoppy red on my home. What? What? By the time you get done with it, it'll probably be a sixteen month old. Right? Maybe that improves it. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is uh, uh, of course I we all know where I'm going. Um although I will say that Allagash don't sleep on no, their their not, stouts. Not for a second. Like Holy shit, I was very surprised. Like, now I kind of want to see what else they do stout-wise. Like, is there some bourbon barrel-age stuff out there that I don't know about? Or, you know, something else of, like, here's this one... Here's this company that has made this one beer style that I know they make really goddamn well. Right. But I've never really tried anything else outside of it. 
you have. Or it hasn't really registered that I have. How about that? It's just for whatever reason we we ignore Allagash. For yeah, you're right. We do for no good reason. Nope. We just like you look at the stuff we have on the show. It's like it's not typically Allagash because they stay their course. Yeah, that's true. All right. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. You can find links to our Patreon if you want to support us that way. Um, Otherwise, uh, for the time being at least, if you want to reach out to us, go to Twitter and tweet at at CBcast or slide into Josh's DMs at CBcast. Uh, He's pitching a fit because he can't tweet deck anymore. So, Sorry. like I would pimp the Patreon and say, hey... Help us out so that we can pay for Twitter Blue so that Josh can have Tweet Deck. But there no, we go. Stop being lazy. Use the regular client. No. Nut up or shut up. No. Wells, where can they find you? Oh, uh, they can find me at. Like all... how you always like exclaim like, "Oh right." I uh, know. I don't ever say. Hey, look, everything's a chore. All right. Uh, they can find me at all the Wells on the Instagrams and the Twitters. Josh, where are you? Besides, right here. You can. Follow me, maybe. I don't know. Twitter is... It's not even like I'm upset that Elon Musk is... What I'm upset about is that all the third-party API keeps getting shut down, and that's horseshit. That's what I'm upset about with Twitter. I don't care who fucking owns it. I just want to be able to use it. Is it a platform as it was meant to be? Anyways, you can hit our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Tell your friend. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and we will talk to you guys next Thursday.